I'm trying to be a parent, but I gotta run an errand. I promise when I'm back, I'ma feed my kid a carrot. Damn, this stuff is tough, man. I thought it was inherent. I'm trying to be a parent. I'm trying to be a parent. Sometimes you gotta drink, cause that shit can be kind of stressful. Sometimes you hit the blunt, cause that green will help you rest, yo. You know your ass be slacking when you gotta look up things on YouTube. Like, bro, how you wipe your baby boo-boo? Now welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make moms laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. Now welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make pops laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. What's the name G? All right, high energy. Here we go. Here. <laughs> it's hard. Here we go. Um. <laughs> We just recorded the entire podcast and had a micro SD card failure. So it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's like it's like it was here. And it's, it's gone. gone. Super Bowl starts in 40 minutes. Here we go. <laughs> mm. Something interesting about Mexico is on Sundays, you cannot buy alcohol past 5 p.m. Which, you know what? We were out. Looking at a new place that we're going to end up renting yeah. to live in. And we got to the gas station just a few minutes late. At six minutes past five. And it's gone. And it's gone. Not exactly gone. It's there. All the alcohol is sitting there behind the window. It's just locked. locked. You can't get it. Coming from a people that really like to party, you would I'm expect. Very surprised. More. Now, you can get alcohol out at a restaurant, but. That's not the point. That's not the point. No drinkies at home for us. Anyways. God. Welcome back to the Trying to Parent podcast. We're in Mexico. I don't know how we're even going to be parents. We can't fucking figure shit out for ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) But we're in Mexico. We made it. Playa del Carmen. We are here. (sighs) We, you know, when we were recording the episode that just got lost well i got we had to delete because sd card malfunctioned um we took a little break in the middle and we went and toured the place and we really like it and we're gonna drop off the deposit tomorrow and uh so because currently we're in an airbnb yep and it's small and you know it's functional it was supposed to be what we were in for the entire month of february but we didn't get out here until the 10th the 10th so we've been in it for this is our second full day yeah and you know it's it's functional it's would get the job done but we wanted you know this is not where we're going to be living so went and toured some long-term options and found one five minutes from here in a neighborhood that we were potentially looking to buy when we were previously out here looking Mm -hmm. so we know we already like that area yeah and it was a cool spot. The people that own it, super nice. Yeah, they live in the complex. They just lease that one out. Yep. So we'll be moving into that probably starting this weekend, slowly Yay. but surely, getting our stuff over there and making it us. Yep. My parents will be happy to hear that because they're going to be coming <laughs> out and visiting us on March 7th for my birthday. So we will be in and good to go before that. We should have sheets on their bed and... No other moving should be required. We told them before we were potentially not going to get into our place, another place that we were looking until mm-hmm. the 7th, and which is right like, when they get here. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, they're like, you sons of bitches. Every time you guys move somewhere, we're here to, we're coming out at that time to help you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously joking, but yeah, they'll but, be happy yeah. to hear that they don't have to do that. They can just come here and eat tacos and relax. Fucking chill, homie. Exactly what you should be doing in Mexico. Well, before we get into our story down here, which we will expedite uh, <laughs> because of the long-windedness of the last episode. Maybe they, maybe the lost. SD card did it on purpose. Yeah, the, the SD card was like, you guys, that <laughs> podcast was shit. I'm going to delete myself. <laughs> I'm going to malfunction. Go fuck yourselves. That's probably why. It was probably a lame podcast. Now we have jokes to laugh about it that nobody else knows. Is that a bug on the ceiling back there? Or? No. No? Okay. No. Cool. Because there's going to be a lot of that over here. <laughs> Anyways, you want to go ahead and hit him with the social, the social media. 
I should do the girls part of that. You should do the guys part. Social. So. Social. <laughs> Uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at trying the number two parent and our YouTube at trying space, the number two space parent and our Gmail at trying to parent podcast at gmail.com. You don't have to follow us at Gmail. No, just, if you obviously. have any sort of information that you would like to give us, you could send it multiple ways through the social media, through the Gmail I mean, I'd probably advise not to send the same thing to all means of... I mean, this isn't yeah, a wolf don't. on the office. You don't... Wolf. <laughs> wolf. Send uh, one message. It'll send to all platforms. <laughs> we don't have that. We don't have we don't wolf. We don't have wolf. Um, but yeah, so uh, please follow us on... Um, follow our podcast on wherever you're listening to your podcast. And please give us five stars. You can drop a little nice note on there. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Yeah, give us a. Don't be stingy with the five stars. (laughs) We're trying to make this a real, you know, a real thing for us. This podcast and um, do this for the long haul and reach as many people as possible. And you can help us by doing that. You can help help us a lot if you just subscribe and comment, or you know, on Apple Podcasts they allow you to comment and leave a star rating on Spotify. It's just like a five-star rating or whatever. So if those are the two places that you probably most likely listen, go ahead and do it there. If you do it someplace else, I don't know. The equivalent of whatever yeah. that is. That, Please, that we would really thing. appreciate it. Yeah. And if you feel like, because again, this is the first time, if you're listening to this episode right now. This is episode 13. This is episode 13. It is Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Y'all Super know what day Bowl it is. Sunday, the twelfth of Feb's February. Um, don't know why I called it Feb's. That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day is on Friday, uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, which is cool. I have to go get some tacos for there. So <laughs> Valentine's Day taco. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll Tuesday. be heart shaped uh, tortillas or something. Yeah. Uh, lost my train of thought. Uh, the number. The phone number. Yeah, the, so <laughs> what we're trying to do is create a, you know, a community here. And because this is our first live, not live podcast, but we're shooting this today, you guys will potentially be listening it to it tomorrow, unlike all of these previous ones that we've shot that have been in the past. Mm-hmm. We're caught up to real time now, so you guys can be listening as we're putting them out, which means you have the ability to be much more engaged and chit-chatting with us and doing all the good shit responding to our questions all the funny shit we're going to talk about so with that being said you may ask yourself well how do i contact these folks besides all the other besides those 30 (laughs) ways that you guys just listed well let me tell you it's fucking crazy here's my number listen three six zero four five zero five zero zero eight Nope, definitely call us. Call us, text us. Leave us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. You'll get it. Yeah, if you call, I'm not going to answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the point. Um, <laughs> we may have you on the podcast if you have some cool things to say, but that's for another time. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the podcast. And you can sound how awesome you sound or how annoying your voice is. You can hear. Everybody else, you can sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's okay. Now that I moved it's, to Mexico, just like you said in the last episode, my English is uh, not very good <laughs> anymore. I don't know what accent that was even. What the fuck are you doing? That Mexican. That was not Mexican. I was like Italian or something. Okay. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. Um, yeah, let's just get into it. So, like we said, we, we moved to Mexico and... Let's give them a brief overview of the trip down here. So brief overview. Open your notes. All right. From Arizona to Playa del Carmen, it was about 18 to $1,900 in gas, about maybe 450 to $480 in toll roads. toll roads. So the thing with the gas is gas is more expensive down here and that's because they do it by liter so there's just under four liters in a gallon and the cost of gas here is about a dollar uh it's 23 pesos per liter yeah 23 
pesos per liter, which is like a dollar, maybe 25, let's just say. So if you're doing about four of those, you're looking at about $5 a gallon. You're just under, yeah. Just under $5 a gallon. $5 a gallon going thousands of miles. With a with vehicle. With a trailer <laughs> attached to your vehicle that's getting 13 miles a gallon is not the most efficient way to go. But that was our option. So yeah, did that. We made it. Um, yeah, so that was about 20, around $2,300 or whatever to get here with all of our stuff in the car. And then our temporary import permit was 470 which is required if you are bringing a U.S.-plated vehicle into Mexico. And um, if you guys don't remember, we got our car plated in North Dakota? South Dakota. South Dakota. So what was the reason for that again? Um, because normally when you have a vehicle that you need to renew the registration, you have to take it to get emissions test. And mm -hmm. South Dakota does not require you to, one, be a resident of the state to have a vehicle registered there. And they do not require you to do emissions test. So you can do everything online and over the phone. Um, so they awesome. literally mailed us our plate. And South Dakota's like, we don't give they're a the, shit. They're the Cayman Islands of car registration. They're yeah. like, you can do whatever you want here. Um, I don't even think you have to have insurance to get it registered there. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. So if you're looking to do something sketchy, get a South cost. Dakota is your person. Clay right. County, South Dakota, very yeah, specifically. Very specific <laughs> county, which is funny because she learned that off of one of the Facebook pages. Uh, yep. Correct? Mm -hmm. And uh, YouTube. Yeah, so if you guys aren't aware, if you're looking to like move someplace or travel someplace and stay there for a while or whatever the case may be facebook these facebook groups mm -hmm. facebook is good for something and it's getting information from these people who have done the same things that you're looking to do yeah um we've got gathered a lot of information from the facebook group some of that information that we gathered from facebook and also from youtube was not a hundred percent accurate in terms of our trip down here yeah. a couple of those things being one we thought we had to have Nina in a crate in the car the entire time because. I don't know. I, yeah, I read a story about someone getting pulled over and then them saying that they needed to go to the police station. It could have been a bribe thing, but someone was like, no, that's real. Yeah. So I thought the dog had to be in a kennel the entire time. Luckily, the people that we met up with who were driving down from. Also from a Facebook group. Yep. Great thing who were driving down from Houston to Playa as well. Um, again, we decided to reach out who else was driving at this time. We teamed up with them mm -hmm. and which, you know, made it easier. Uh, but they informed us, no, we have some friends that have traveled back and forth with their dogs. Don't need a kennel at yeah. all. So we're like, cool, fuck the kennel. Uh, we didn't need a list of items. We didn't have to show proof of car insurance, which you absolutely 100% do need in Mexico because your U.S. insurance is not valid. So... Just because they didn't ask for yeah, it doesn't, yeah. mean, doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you shouldn't get it. No, you definitely need it. But it's so cheap. It was like 450 bucks for the entire year because it's off the value of our car. And we bought a real piece of shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, as far as like the drive goes from we went from Chandler to El Paso mm -hmm. and then El Paso down to Eagles Pass, which is like a town that borders Mexico, uh, it's in Texas, yeah, but it's it in Texas, Mexico. but it borders Mexico basically. What what state in Mexico? Oh, uh, it's not. Oh Jesus! Sorry, put it's you on not the spot. Chihuahua. It's uh, anyways. So it's by Laredo, Nuevo Laredo, or something. But I don't know if it's that important. Anyways, no, I definitely was not prepared for that question. <laughs> we got we got to Eagle Pass um, on the second day of driving and. Basically went over the border, uh, had them went over with our with our new friends that we were traveling with, and they basically, when you pull up with your trailers and everything, you hop out. We have to pay this little fee. What was it like sixty bucks or something like that? They gave yeah. us taxes. I don't know exactly what it was, but we had to pay a little fee. But they had us open our trailers, and the people in mm -hmm. front of us, our friends have a smaller trailer than us, five by eight. They popped that thing open. They had them take out like two bins, look in there, and they were good to go. And then they came back to us, had me open the trailer, and 
basically he was just like, Hey, I see you got some tires. Um, and this is all in Spanish. He's like, I see you got some tires here. You know, how many do you have? I'm like, Oh, just these two. It's just replacements for the trailer. Uh, he's like, okay, that's good. And then we were done. So we were expecting this much longer process. I know that you said that you've heard, and they also, our friends said that they've heard that people would have to go through their entire yeah, trailers. Yeah, like dump and, everything out. Yeah, take everything out. They didn't look in our car, which is where we had our plants, which we took out of our potting soil because we heard that you couldn't bring soil over to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't even look in our car at nope. all. Um, didn't yeah. make us take anything out of the trailer. Yeah. We had a gas tank. Yep. It was a five gallon extra gas tank that we had filled up literally right before we got to the hotel to meet up with the people we're driving with. So the night before. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no, you can't bring that. They'll make you turn around and go back to uh, the U.S. and dump it out and then come back to Mexico. And I'm like, what? So guess what? I woke up in the morning before we left, dumped it all out, poured it all over this bum that was laying <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um I went around and poured it in everybody's car. I opened their little things. I was like, hey, well, like, surprise for you. Yeah. Surprise for you. Well, <laughs> Santa Sean for you. Um, so when I got the, the trailer checked, gas tank was sitting right there in the back. Guy didn't ask me a fucking thing about it. Didn't even bad an eye at it. Mm-hmm. So could have kept all that gas, but decided to pour it out anyways because we were told that it could potentially be a problem. Yeah. No. So luckily, gas wasn't that expensive in that part of Texas. It was only like $2 and something. Yeah. So it was like maybe 10, 15, 12 bucks in gas. Not a huge deal. If we were pouring out Mexico, gas in Mexico, gas. I would have been a little bit more yeah, upset. Probably more expensive. Either way, um, the drive through Texas was real easy. No issues there. Um, a lot of cops because it's border patrol type things, but no worries. No issues there. No, no one. Pulled us over. Uh, yeah, no, no getting pulled over. Roads were good. Um, can't say the same about Mexico. So, oh, you're talking about on the drive into Texas. On the drive uh, into Texas. In, okay, yeah. gotcha. I was like, what? <laughs> now we get into Mexico. So tell them real quick about the process of getting into Mexico. Uh, yeah. So there's a uh, when you when you cross the border um, and you're applying for your res- your temporary residency, you need to get a form called the FMM. It's basically a immigration form that you give to the office in which you're going to live. Um, it's valid for 30 days and you basically get this form and then you exchange it with your passport, whatever they put in the passport at the appointment number one. And that's what they use to get your temporary residency, your your actual card. Um, so you have to stop and get that. And then you also need to get your temporary import permit for your vehicle. If you're bringing a U.S. plated vehicle into Mexico and we stopped at the office, we went across Eagle Pass International Bridge number two. There's a Bannercito and the INM office literally right there. Um, basically, it was where we were stopped, where they made us open the trailers. And um, but the office apparently didn't open it. The immigration office didn't open until nine. The Bannercito didn't open until eight and it was 730. So we had to drive to another town about 50 miles away called Allende and Single building there combined, nobody there. We were in and out like Super within an quick. hour. And it was pretty early in the morning. So it we was kind like of nine assumed, in the morning by the time we got there. Yeah, by the time we got there. Um, but we assumed at the border when we first crossed and they didn't check our stuff there or whatever. They were like, you know what? It's early. We don't really care right now. It was like 730. Go through, do your stuff. Yeah. So we got all that taken care of. Then we get on the road. And boy, let me tell you, these roads were... No good. I mean, just so we thought the problem was going to be the topes, which are speed bumps, mm-hmm. um, big speed bumps that they have out here. And we thought that was going to be an, the main issue. What we found out was topes, not a huge deal. Sure, there's some of them that pop up randomly, and you're like, oh, fuck, better slow down. <laughs> but the real problem was the potholes. Potholes. The quality of the roads not all of the roads but a good portion of the roads were dog shit i mean giant fucking potholes somewhere you're like oh wow if i hit that we're fucking dead yeah we're gonna the trailer's trailer's flying off a cliff and it's pulling us (laughs) down with it um so some of them were really bad so bad that we hit so many of them that it ended up breaking 
our leaf spring. Two hours into being in Mexico. Yeah, two hours being in Mexico. Snaps our leaf spring on our trailer. And so we have to... We stop at a gas station and we realize, oh man, the trailer's really leaning hard one side. I wonder what's wrong with it. We go back, we take a look, the wheel's starting to bend out, mm-hmm. like it's not looking good. So we're like, fuck, we got to go get this taken care of. So we end up going to like... We're in a town called Montclava or something like that. And we go to, we're trying to Google all these different shops. The maps are just fucking up, taking us all over the Service place. Services dog shit, first it, of all. Yeah, and they're taking us to places that like don't exist or you can't get to. And we have the trailer and we're going through all these little streets. So we ended up going to a Michelin. Luckily, there's a there was a guy there that spoke a little bit of English, um, probably like our age or younger. Um, he translated enough for the guy to write down on a piece of paper in Spanish what was wrong with it. And he gave us a, a location on the map of where to go. He's like, take it here. He'll be able to tell you more. Luckily, that was like right around the corner. Yeah. So we drove out, drove up around the corner, pulled up to this guy. This guy spoke Zero. no English. Like Nothing. absolutely no English, which is totally cool because we're in fucking Mexico and he shouldn't have to speak English. But Amanda tried to do a little, uh, you know, communicating with him and he ended up like having me walk with him around down the street around the corner to this other shop Mm -hmm. where he's like hey tell he told the guy what was the issue that guy ended up driving back over and was like all right i think i can fix this Mm -hmm. again all in spanish nobody's speaking english here uh so we take the trailer we hook the trailer up and we take it over this guy's shop He's able to fix it for us. He repla- He takes off the old leaf spring and then totally puts a brand new one on there. Brand new leaf spring. Kind of does a little something to the uh, um, axle um, because the tire was leaning pretty heavily <laughs> in the first place. Uh, so does all of that. Does it right away. Yeah. Probably takes an hour to get done. And what did that end up costing us? The part was 900 pesos, so around $50. And with the labor, it was 2,400 pesos, which is about $126. We were fucking blown away by that for a couple of reasons. One, you can't get anything done in the U.S. on your car right away. Yeah. You have to set an appointment. You got to come back in a few days, yada, yada, yada. Oh, they're like, oh, All I got to finish this. You got there's two cars in front of you before I can get started. Secondly, you looked up the price of what something just like that, replacing mm-hmm. a leaf spring would cost in the U.S. And what was it? It was like six to $800. So. I'm glad I broke in Mexico. Really happy it broke in Mexico. And on the first day. And really happy it broke when it did, because later on the trip, we would have really been oh fucked with God. some of the places. That oh my God. it busted and it for sure it was nice that it didn't break and like send us to our death yeah like, it busted but not all of them broke so we were still able to like realize hey there's probably something wrong we should get this looked at with enough time to get it replaced before it killed us because yeah. there's if we didn't get it fixed with how many other <laughs> potholes we hit we would have for sure died yeah the trailer sure. the trailer would have yanked us and something traumatic would have happened yeah um, but luckily we were just like hey, this doesn't look right. Pulled over, got it, it's checked. It's not like something crazy happened and that's what led us to go to the shop. Thank God. Um, yeah. So awesome start to the yeah. getting into Mexico. So we got that all taken care of. The people were super nice though. None of them, again, none of them spoke English, but everybody was super nice. Mm-hmm. We get back on the road. We are about two hours behind. We get to where we're going for the night. We yeah. end up staying there. Get up in the morning. Didn't eat breakfast. Very common theme on our trip, which yeah. was not something... I appreciate uh, because the food that we ended up eating is just like gas station food and there wasn't much of it. And we ate like little bullshit thing. I think one time we went to a lady that had uh, taquitos. And oh, yeah. One gas station, there was a lady with taquitos out of her bag. Yeah, which were good. <laughs> and roll we definitely fucked good. those up. But mm-hmm. what was day two full of? Day two, um, it was really just someone at the gas station tried to scam me in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um I got gas and because this was the second day, I didn't really wasn't I didn't really know how much pesos I should be charged for a half a tank. Yeah, because um, in Mexico, when you're filling up your gas, it's much like you're filling up your gas in Oregon. Somebody's doing it for you. Yeah. You're not the one running the pump and everything. Right. Exactly. And um, so you make sure that they start at zero before they start filling your tank up. And then um, they tell you how like, you know, it says the dollar amount for the liter amount. Well, he kept like pointing like, hey, do you have... So Sean was in the convenience store at this point. So it was just me watching the pump. Some snackies. Some snackies. 
And so he was like, hey, do you have to go to the bathroom? Do you have to throw something away? What is this in your, like, do you have to throw, is that trash? And so I, I turned around and then he changed the number, the pesos amount on the pump. And he pointed it, he pointed to it like, okay, this is your total. Let's go over here to pay. And then so my, I have the Capital One Venture card and it sends me a text message of the, every charge that I get, like, hey, or uh, not a text message, just an alert that pops up, like, hey, hey amount. this is how much it was. Yeah, yeah. and it said 90, $95 or something. And I was like, oh, hell no. Hell to the no. It was only half a tank. So Sean walks back at the same time I walk back to the car, and I'm like, this guy just fucking tried to get us. And you know what I said? Let's fucking. Here's a deal, man. <laughs> Here's a deal, man. He was like. Here's a deal, man. Let's fucking go over there. So we went back to the little pay station because, of course, he was like still in there, probably hiding because he, he realized. Yeah, he was hiding. So I, I walked up there and I was like, demasiado caro, which means too expensive. And he's like, oh, OK, OK. And so he like showed me the screen of like, oh, yeah, it should only be twelve hundred pesos. My mistake. Oops. Here's six hundred pesos back. So I got like 30 bucks back. This fucking guy. Yeah. So second day, people trying to fuck us. But Already. luckily we caught it. Yeah. So shout, make out, sure, shout out to shout out to Capital One. Capital One for that alert. Yeah, if realize. you're gonna be traveling outside the country, make sure you have a card that's set up with your phone and sends you alerts and everything with price and conversion rate, all mm-hmm. that type of thing, because this type of stuff does happen. And I will let you know, besides the road conditions, that was the worst thing that happened to us yeah. on the trip. Yeah. Like everybody else was super nice. Mm-hmm. This guy was just trying to pull a fast one over on us. He's like, hey, welcome to Mexico. I'm fucking testing you guys. Yeah. But luckily And we passed. Yeah. And he didn't give us any problems. You yeah. know, when I brought it up, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he knew Amanda was bad. <laughs> About that life. Boy. He could tell. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was pissed. Um, but yeah. So besides that, we drove 13 hours that day. Nothing else really crazy happened. Um, very long days. Long, long days. days, yeah. Because again, it's like, hey, this is gonna take ten hours to get here. But with the trailer and all of this stuff, the potholes, it's like, all right, you're gonna add for basically every five, yeah, you know, four hours. hours or so. You're adding about an hour. So if it's gonna take you eight hours, it's gonna take you ten hours, yeah. like give or take that. So mm-hmm. second day, not a huge deal. Um, long drive. Yeah, so we drove all the way from Saltillo to Puebla, which is right outside Mexico City, and that was they got some hefty tolls oh, yeah. out that way. Gosh, um, yeah. And yeah, so the toll roads were a little bit better condition, not necessarily always better, but for the they were okay. Um, but they go from toll to non-toll, so I'm assuming that's when the roads got real crappy. Um, but so day uh, day three, we went from Puebla to. Ciudad del Carmen, not Playa del Carmen, Ciudad del Carmen. We had stayed in a nice hotel that night mm-hmm. and got breakfast in the morning. No, that was the next day. That was the next day. That's true. Damn. Okay. So when we went from Puebla to Ciudad del Carmen, not really. I mean, we got hold. We got held up in traffic because there was this. I don't even know what it was. That it day was no bueno. There was no accidents, but everyone was stopped out of their cars for an hour like literally people were just walking around the road literally on the freeway everybody's just out of their when cars the girl behind us literally had changing her, her oil and she shit had her trunk her hood popped open like yeah. you are going anywhere so we were just chilling on the freeway yeah. for about an hour and then a little bit later another Hold something up. happened and held us up another hour so mm. a day that was already supposed to be long like 10 hours ended up taking like 13, 13. hours and and the road from hell oh in the dark. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little town right before... Um, yeah, it's on the northern tip of, I believe, Tabasco, right before Ciudad del Carmen. Yeah, there's a state called Tabasco. Yeah, there's a state called Tabasco. Mm-hmm. Tabasco. Um, yeah, there's a little strip. It, it could have... Pro- it honestly could have only been like five miles, and it took us like an hour to get through it because you had to drive so slow. So the town is called Puerto Rico. Yeah. I think there's a couple towns that we drove through, but Puerto Rico. They, without a doubt, have the worst roads. I've been a lot of places in my life. A lot of places. A lot of different countries. They have the worst roads I have ever seen in my life. And luckily, we got to travel over them (laughs) with a fucking trailer. (laughs) With a heavy trailer. I'm talking like, imagine an alligator's back 
or a dinosaur's back, like something absolutely an armadillo, a fucking porcupine, an yeah, armadillo. I don't know. Just <laughs> super rigid and like Tope is every. It looks like a. It seemed like a a fucking earthquake had went through yeah. there, and the ground was just shifted. all shifted. It was so fucking bad. So bad. You literally, like, if you wanted to ride your bike, you probably couldn't ride your bike down that road no, because no, it was so freaking bad. No. So not only did they have all of you that. You barely drive a car. But they had topes every. Couple feet. Yeah. Every, like, hundred feet or something, you're going over these topes. So it took forever. And not only were the roads complete dog shit, but we were doing it In at night. Dark. So you couldn't see at all. It was bumper to bumper traffic. Mm-hmm. Behind and semis and all this stuff. So it was just, and every time you'd go over a tope or go through a pothole, you're like, well, we lost the trailer. <laughs> nope. Oh, it's still back there. Okay, wow. Well, we definitely lost the trailer on that one. I mean, it was making these banging sounds. When yeah, I was hit. like, our and suspension has to be. We're rolling over these things at like a mile an hour, and literally a mile an hour. Yeah. It's just like, you're like, oh my God, fuck. It was terrible. Just, I, it would be traumatizing in the daytime and we did it at night i was stressing out so bad I'm like yeah. if this trailer falls off here we're, we're just getting <laughs> out we're getting the most important stuff out and we're giving it to these people they can like, have okay, it you guys that's yours now taking the vin number off with me that's your trailer oh man deal with it and then that was the <sighs> darkness before the dawn yeah because the next day was much better we stayed at a nice hotel mm-hmm. got pre- breakfast that morning the first time that first. we had gotten breakfast on the entire trip um don't advise doing that but angry the road conditions got so a much better times better literally just like normal freeways yeah like, like normal oh u.s God, freeways you can great. go 70 not only that but the last day was when it gets really pretty so you're right on the water you're driving along the beach you're going through all the beach towns and cities and it was it was fantastic and then we got into the yucatan mm-hmm. uh yeah, we drove, drove around Merida and then started to head towards Playa. Yeah, so good, good roads. They were working fantastic on construction roads. and a lot of construction. They were expanding them, mm-hmm. but you know that those are going to be high quality roads. And you said Yucatan is the, the safest state in Mexico. Safest state in Mexico. We're in Quintana Roo, right next door, but yeah, uh, still very still. somewhat safe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> some people just got their heads chopped off the other day. Who knows? They Happens were all the time. City employees, not yeah. uh, probably not doing tourists. mean things. So we're refusing to do mean things. I yeah, don't know. they're like, <laughs> what deal did you make or did you not make? Uh, yeah, so it took us four full days in Mexico, two days in Texas, and a good chunk of money. A good chunk of money. A lot of stress from worrying about the trailer and the wheels breaking off, the axle snapping, all this stuff. But it it made it. And now we live in Mexico. Yep. We got to go to immigration tomorrow, try and get us an appointment because our import permit and our FMM are only for 30 days. So I really hope there's an appointment within that time. Otherwise, we're going to have to try and hire an attorney to do that shit for for us. us. Lord knows we don't want to spend money on that. No. Because I'm trying to go watch the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. We're going to head out after this. But let's break into the uh, actual parenting stuff of the podcast okay uh, because this was the adventure portion and again Mm -hmm. if you guys are listening if you're into traveling if you're into parenting if you're into parenting while traveling if you're into Mm, us (laughs) yeah if you you like us like this is this is a podcast we listen to there's a lot of other parenting podcasts out there i believe but i don't think you're getting the same you're uh, not getting us comedy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. Um, not for <coughs> me. Not for me, of course, but from Sean. Yeah, we both know Amanda's the funny one in the relationship. So, Thanks. we will jump in to... Highs and lows, go. Highs and lows, highs. Is that we just got our place. <laughs> we have to go drop off the deposit tomorrow, but lock we got something a place in. And we really like it. Yeah. Had a good vibe there. Yeah. Really, really nice enjoy vibe. it. So excited. Um, Very excited for that. My low is that I am having my first period since the loss. 
and it is on day like 11 now. It seems really long. How it long is, are periods usually? Mine's normally three or four days. Ooh. And uh, so I bled for like three weeks, took like two weeks off, and then now I'm on almost two weeks again. What does that mean? It's just the body trying to get back to normal. Um, I should I should be ovulating in a couple of days. Um, I don't have my test strips with me. They're in the trailer, so I won't be testing this month. So um, we'll just do it every couple of days and, and see. But moving and being in a car for 12 hours while needing to change tampons while not really having running water or being able to flush things or having access to toilet paper unless it's in your purse that you brought from inside your car. Bring your own toilet paper, folks. Not necessarily ideal, but luckily it wasn't heavy. And I managed. Thanks for putting up with my 10 days of being uncomfortable. You're very welcome. (laughs) Anyways, your highs and lows. My low was the stress of the trip down here. I Mm -hmm. mean, again, just being concerned that oh man we're gonna die not because policia or anything like that like we saw a bunch of military saw a bunch of police nobody fucked with us no. at all like there was nobody. zero issues with they that. didn't bat an eye the problem was the trailer and that stresses of like man this could literally like this could like kill us. how are we gonna get it out yeah <laughs> that's what it's gonna we're... pull us to our death Hopefully not. So that was my low, my highest. We live in Mexico now, which is crazy. And I I mentioned to you, I mentioned to you before, like, this is one of those things uh, in my mind, like getting LASIK. Like, LASIK had completely changed my life because I went from having horrible vision. Literally the worst. For you guys that know anything about having bad eyes, I was negative 6.5. The only person that I know has worse vision than me is my mom, and she has negative 9. And negative. I had negative 4.75, and you were the only person I knew that had worse eyes than me. Negative 10 is considered completely blind, and yeah. So got LASIK. That completely changed my life. We just moved to Mexico, like legitimately moved. I've traveled and stayed places for long periods of time, like up to six months. We're signing a year lease. Like, we this live is, in Mexico now. This is it. Pretty so pretty crazy. Um, really looking forward to the adventure and sharing all of these awesome experiences with you guys and doing all this crazy shit because we're Mexicans now, <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna have a Mexican baby. We're gonna have a Mexican baby because that's how it works. <laughs> so that would be my high. Sorry, we're kind of flying through this episode. It's probably gonna be a shorter episode because, like I said before, we did a whole episode and lost it, <laughs> and the Super Bowl is about to come on. So, oh yeah, let's, um, let's, let's hop into. Did I mention that my parents are coming? Yes, I did. Yes. How about this? <laughs> What's up? You like that? I love that. I love the 90s. Being a 90s baby myself and Amanda being a 70s baby, <laughs> we... Like a lot of things about the 90s. There were some great things that happened uh, growing up in the 90s. Very reminiscent things. and They were the best. We were listening to 90s rap today. We were listening to 90s rap. And, and 90s R&B all the way down. You know what I'm surprised didn't come on? It's the Macarena because that came out in the 90s. That was a huge hit. I mentioned this before in the podcast that got deleted. Uh, the fact that you don't seem like a Macarena type to me. You seem more of like a... Ass shaking, crumping type. Um, In the early 90s, I was very... Docile? I was very docile, very innocent. Yeah. I've seen the pictures. I know (laughs) how things have changed. You really went like, you were down, then you went way up, and then you came way back down. And now certain things scare you and (laughs) frightened of dying on motorcycles. Yeah, when I... Used to mob around. Yeah. God, get it. even watching the UFC fight last night, I was like, no, yeah. they're potential brain damage. <laughs> well, like, I still watch it though, but like 10 years ago, I'm like, yeah, fuck them up. Nah, plenty of the better. That's how I feel about selling younger people life insurance. They're like, nah, homie, I'm going to be good. I'll be all right. You're like, you like, wait till bro, a couple of years. Yeah, just wait because you're, you're going to get really concerned about a lot of things <laughs> and your knees and your back are going to start hurting <laughs> and you're going to have things happening to your body that <laughs> you don't want. 
And it's good to have coverage now. <laughs> a thousand percent. Oh my gosh. So yeah, the Macarena was a big thing. Ninety eight. Yeah. Big, <laughs> big deal. <laughs> Used to Macarena the shit out of that at Skate Land. You guys know about that Skate Land. Uh, the other thing. I know this one was huge. Hi. Throw that ass in a circle. Yeah. I think they were kind of doing that. It was like a beginning of throw that ass in a circle. Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. How big were Beanie Babies? <gasps> I know that I may have overdone it. No. So There's no she, overdoing. Yeah. <laughs> you could basically bury a body with the amount of Beanie Babies that she has. <laughs> completely cover somebody's body under, like, if you buried somebody in the sand, imagine that under Beanie Babies. She has a lot of Beanie I Babies. love Beanie Babies. I didn't I fully know that have. when we first started talking because I thought that might have been a concern. If like, I'm like, out, I was like, hey, oh. guess what? I have all these Beanie Babies. <laughs> She's like setting them up to watch us as we have sex. I'm like, oh my God, there's 800 eyes on me. Oh, gosh, at least they're cute. They are cute. I only bought the, the cute ones. I didn't buy the animals that I didn't like. Aren't they all cute? I mean, my favorite was Pugsley. Yeah. For whatever reason. I had one that her. I think her name was Purdy. Purdy. She was a, a dog, a tan dog with a white. Oh stripe. yes. That yes. one is like the most worn Beanie Baby. I think I slept with that motherfucker. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I I do enjoy my stuffed animals. I had my gorilla, monkey. Oh yeah. Um, yep, that's right. Hold near and dear to my heart. Uh, so, yeah. Then there was also check this out. So this is, blows my mind. Check, 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 check. 1998, Google breaks onto the scene. In 98? 98 is when Google started. <clears throat> it was well, probably yeah. dog shit then. Okay, yeah, because I remember using Britannica Encyclopedia. I think they were discs. Look shit up. I'm like, that's right. Holy I, shit. You had to download the CD version of the Encyclopedia. I remember very vividly, like I can picture in my head right now or upstairs, like quote office where we had a bookshelf filled with encyclopedias that I would do for my book reports and stuff like that. But I remember being like, oh my God, there's a computer version and it was Britannica on CD, I think. And because there wasn't Google yet. And Dude, that that's sense. so crazy <laughs> to think about. I, I feel like it's been around forever, but... So uh, I, ha- I you said 98? 98. So I was nine. Yeah, which is pretty old. I was six. I, I mean, yeah, and I remember the pre. You said you were nine. Don't you mean 19? Because <laughs> <laughs> you were born in the 70s. No. Well, the 80s, maybe. Barely. 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 Um, yeah, wow, that's crazy. It's like, you know, you think of the eras of like, oh, pre-Google, pre-iPhone, pre Google Maps, like I remember the MapQuest printout and like MapQuest printout. I was always printing out the MapQuest. <clears throat> mm. Very important because uh, I didn't know where the fuck I was going. No one you did. didn't get directions on your phone. <laughs> Nobody knows. Oh man, <laughs> Google Google was was, I mean that's life changing shit right there. Yeah. Okay. I try to use DuckDuckGo, but I, I always try, just go to Google. <laughs> yeah, I try to use DuckDuckGo too because yeah. I don't want everybody watching my shit. But they already got it, so I'm fucked anyways. Yeah. All right. Parenting hack of the week is have babies in another country. (laughs) Why? Because on average. We'll let you know. (laughs) On average, a vaginal delivery in the United States costs about. Vaginal. (laughs) Vaginal. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You know what? I'm going to leave that in there because that just shows you anybody can do this, folks. (laughs) Having a vaginal delivery. Vaginal. Wow. I need to make that a drop. Uh, costs about $13,811 before insurance kicks in, making the U.S. the second most expensive country in the world to have a baby in after Japan. I was going to say, I think it's uh, South Korea or Japan. So <laughs> if you're looking to have your babies and you're looking to save some money, don't do it in the U.S. Um, parenting hack of the week. Let's talk about... What else we got? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Last thing. My uh, parenting articles. So last week we talked about uh, 12 parenting studies every oh, parent yeah. should know. Wait, uh, I thought it was uh, are parents happier than non-parents? Uh, that was that was one. Oh, that was, I think okay. that was one of them. Yeah, I was, gotcha. I was confused. So let's see here. 
We did one through six last week mm, yeah. on last week's podcast. No, I will not subscribe. Get out of here. Okay. So. Sorry, guys. Seven. I also got kind of sick on the way down. So yeah, you've heard Amanda's me been sick. Hacking it up. Lo siento, señores. <laughs> um, all right. So number seven. So again, this thing is about. Uh, what did I say it was about? Uh, parenting. Parenting studies. Uh, 12 studies every parent should know. So there we go. One through six last week. Number seven this week. Do the chores together. Bringing up a happy, bringing up happy children is easier if mum and dad's relationship mom. isn't too rocky. One frequent bone of contention between parents is the chores. A trick of achieving material satisfaction over the chores is to do them together. When parents perform chores, their chores together at the same time. No matter who is doing what, both people are more satisfied with the division of labor. Giving the, getting the children involved is also a positive parenting step. Oh. Do chores as a family. Number eight, good parenting means letting children see negative emotions. Hmm. Surprisingly, it's good parenting to allow children to see negative emotions like anger and frustration. Well, my kids won't have a problem with that. Um, psychology <laughs> research is fine. Many parents, though, try and hide all conflicts from their children. However, children often know when their parents are trying to hide conflict and it confuses them. Hmm. Very interesting. That is interesting because my parents never argued or showed any type of being upset uh, with one another in front of us. And, and look I how actually, you rebelled. Yeah, that wasn't because of that. Sure. I actually liked that. Sure it wasn't. That they did. Oh, we'll try both. We'll fight in front of the kids. and Well, we don't really fight. We don't really fight. fight. So. I'm like, yeah. We don't until we have the kids. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, maybe that Here will be go. our demise. <laughs> I like this one. Limit infant TV viewing. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that children should watch no more than two hours of TV per day after two years of age and none before that age. Here's why. A study that followed almost 2,000 Canadian children, can't trust those little fuckers, mm -hmm. from birth found that an extra hour, uh, an extra hour's TV viewing at two and a half years old predicted worse performance later when they attended kindergarten. The more children exceeded this recommendation recommendation at two and a half hour, two and a half years old, the worse their vocabulary, math, and motor skills were at five years old. Wow. Interesting. Number 10, exercise boosts kids' school performance, uh, which we found out at, what was that? Finland, they let their kids have breaks every 15 oh, yeah, minutes yeah, during every school. Yeah, every 15 minutes. I mean, every 45 minutes, they have a 15-minute break. Yeah. yeah, 15 minutes per hour. And those kids are excelling. <laughs> uh, so here it says kids are increasingly sedentary and... I'm trying to use all these big words and shit. Getting confused. <laughs> and as I frequently write here on PsychBlog Exercise, uh, exercise is a wonderful way to boost brain power, and it has many other benefits. Yes, yeah, the same as being an adult. Mm -hmm. A study of 11-year-old has found that moderate to vigorous exercise was associated with increased academic performance in English, math, and science. So, yeah, same exact thing at the workplace. They're like, hey, if you're sitting around for eight, nine hours a day, just not getting outside or doing anything active, yeah, you're really going to fuck yourself up. They see that people who take breaks and re-engage are much better when it comes to production. Hmm. Number 11, intense mothering makes stressful parenting. Intense mothering? Some that women sounds... say that parenting is more stressful than being at work. Oh, yeah, I could definitely see that. There are strong links between parenting and stress and guilt. How can we square this with the reports research finding that children fill your life with joy and meaning? It may be down to differences in attitudes to parenting. In particular, being an intense mother may be bad for you. What's an intense mother? What does that even mean? Let's see. In their I child, love you so much. Yeah, <laughs> in their child psychology study of 181 mothers of children under five found that mothers who strongly endorsed the idea that children were scared and that women are better parents than men were most likely to be depressed and experience less satisfaction in life. <laughs> yes, nurture your children, but don't sacrifice your own mental health. Okay, interesting. This, that sounds like it makes sense. Number 12, why siblings are so different. Anyone with more than one child <laughs> will have noticed a curious thing. Their personalities are often very dissimilar. Yes. In fact, according to a study, uh, siblings have no more in common than their personalities 
than two completely unrelated strangers. Dude, wow. me and my brothers and I are... Couldn't be more true. <laughs> we are so different. Me and my sister are pretty similar. You guys are pretty similar. Uh, this is very weird given that 50% of their genetic code is identical. The answer isn't the genes at all, but the environment in which children grow up. Far from having the same environments, each child has a different relationship with their parents, a different relationship with their siblings, different friends and experiences at school, so on and so forth. All of these differences add up to quite remarkable dissimilarities between siblings, often such that if they didn't look like you, you'd never know they were related. I feel like my brother Shane and I were, I mean, I, I really like this topic. I want to get more into this on a later episode. Definitely. Um, I'll, I'll save I'll save that. Maybe we can have uh, either your sister or my brother on and we can talk about. We definitely will. How, how different we are. Because I think. The environmental versus personal, just I, the mind is in just the relationships and how people perceive certain situations. I, I just find it so completely fascinating. Like, I love it. I agree 100%. I definitely want to talk more about really that at some point. That topic. So, luckily, it's our podcast. We can talk about whatever Woo! we want. This has been episode 13, y'all. It's coming out on Monday the Mediana. 13th. Appreciate you listening. Subscribe, comment, like. like. We up out of here. <laughs> Super Bowl time. Super Bowl. Love you, baby. I love you, baby. We did go to the beach today, though. We did hit the beach. <laughs> Viva Las Mexico. Disfruta el ambiente